What's up, gamer? We have an interesting episode here for you. Um, I have not been feeling well, man. So I apologize for this episode being published late, but I needed some sleep. <laughs> I needed some sleep regardless of how low quality it was. So here we are. I'm going to make it up to you, though, because we have a thought-provoking episode in the works for you today. So I was scrolling through my hundreds of news articles and a lot of it was it was Kirby and Atomic Hearts. That was basically what it was. Uh, going back, like, everything that was published in the last 12 hours, that's basically what it was. So I didn't find that particularly interesting. But what I did find kind of interesting was that Atomic Hearts has a massive update, uh, 67 gigabytes, <laughs> day one patch, which that's an entire game. That's not a patch. So that was one thing. I was like, you know, maybe I should talk about uh, downloads and how games just, that that's way out of pocket for a game, for a day one update. 67 gigabytes is unreasonable. Totally unreasonable. And I was like, well, that covers like a whole 45 seconds. What do I talk about next? <laughs> and I ran across uh, this piece in the gamer, unsurprisingly. And <clears throat> somebody was... Now, I don't, I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't know anything about Atomic Hearts. Uh, my new Xbox is showing up today here in a couple of hours, so I'm going to download it and I'm going to see what's going on. But I know nothing about Atomic Hearts. So I ran across an article in The Gamer that was asking why that outlet was covering Atomic Hearts, but had a blanket ban on Hogwarts Legacy. Now, again, I know nothing about Atomic Hearts, so I do a little bit of research and come to find out that this is a company that is either in Russia or has ties to Russia, and the controversy is whether or not it took money from the Russian government to push propaganda. That's issue one. Issue two is that the developers banned any political speak surrounding the game. They either supported or didn't uh, at least denounce Russia for invading Ukraine. And Ukraine is now asking Valve, Xbox, and any other marketplace to ban sale of Atomic Hearts inside of Ukraine. So that's kind of the setup, okay? And I ran across, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is, this is somewhat interesting. This is a little bit of a broad topic that, that I am not sure how to attack, right? So I keep scrolling, and I run across an article in Gizmodo. And this one is talking about, it's making the argument that you actually love censorship. And there are two lawsuits in the United States that are going to the Supreme Court 
they're going to discuss Section 230. So, Section 230 is about whether or not publishers, websites, are responsible for what is posted on those websites. I don't remember the exact phrasing of it, but it it allows companies to allow you to say what you want, such as this podcast. Uh, Anchor and Spotify are not responsible for what I say or what I publish on this podcast. They are not responsible for it. Therefore, I can do and say what I want. Now, if they were legally responsible for what I do or say, if I were to say something way, way out of line or out of line with even the company's kind of target demographic or target audience, what they approve, then I will not have a space on the platform. That's basically what Section 230 does. It protects you so that you can, as the creator of content, it protects you so that you can do what you want and it protects the the website from being responsible for whatever its millions of users do. So I'm thinking to myself, that's also a big topic, but it's also really interesting and maybe I want to talk about that. Turns out, those two topics are actually kind of the same thing. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. As you know, the gamer refused to do a review or walkthrough or guides for Hogwarts Legacy. And instead, they put out opinion pieces after opinion piece after opinion piece <laughs> denouncing Hogwarts Legacy and everything surrounding it. Uh, in my opinion, they were also denouncing anybody that decided to buy or play it. And so they, they censored Hogwarts Legacy on that website. They chose to do a review and walkthroughs and everything for Atomic Hearts. So they chose not to censor that piece of content. Now, apparently one of their readers sent an email asking, you know, what the hell? What's the difference? So they created this explanation. The explanation is essentially that we don't have any proof that <laughs> the developers took money from the Russian government to push Russian propaganda. Therefore, it didn't rise to a level where they said, this is a line in the sand for us. We're not going to talk about it. Whereas transphobia, in their minds, really in Stacey Henley's mind, because Stacey Henley's opinion is the gamer's opinion, uh, the sentiment was that um, transphobia, or because J.K. Rowling is attached to this and she is perceived to be transphobic, is a line in the sand and we are not going to engage with it. Now, Stacey fancies themselves as uh, a critic of art, which I find interesting because on the one hand they say that they are a critic of art, on the other hand they call Hogwarts Legacy a toy and denigrate the entire medium, at least in my opinion, <laughs> by claiming that Hogwarts Legacy is a toy and not not a game worthy of every other game. It doesn't have any of the same uh, attributes as any other game. 
this one is a toy. These others are art. It's just a strange... It, it does, I, I, that's another topic. But it got me thinking, like, okay, so what what is the difference here? You know, what actually is the difference? Because if you have a moral issue with one thing, the Ukraine invasion, uh, or rather the uh, J.K. Rowling, if you have an issue with J.K. Rowling, but not an issue with the Ukraine invasion, if you can't, quote, prove it, quote, uh, that these developers took money, then, I mean, like, what what is the actual issue? What are we actually talking about here? And I think I've come to an interesting conclusion, or at least one that's somewhat satisfying to me, because it's an issue that's going to continually come up, and Hogwarts Legacy is, is one of these issues but atomic hearts is also one of one of these issues it, it's it's going to pop up over and over and over again you can even talk about activision are you going to play any activision games because of bobby kodak are you going to play call of duty because it, the u.s military uses it to uh to recruit people you know it's over and over and over again these issues are going to come up so what what is the actual issue here's 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 what it is you can't, in my opinion, you can't look at the creator and of anything and say that, make a moral judgment on the product. Now, you may say, well, what do you mean? What? Do of course I can. Of course I can look at Hogwarts Legacy and say it's benefiting J.K. Rowling, therefore it is essentially transphobia. And supporting it is supporting transphobia because she created this world here's my counter argument and this is one that you've heard before my counter argument is okay let's let's pull this way back let's let's instead of talking about things that are at least discussed right transphobia is discussed is 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 this person uh, actually a woman is this person actually a man? Like, does surgery alter who, what you were born with? Does it alter anything? You know, that that's a philosophical question that uh, doesn't have a concrete answer. So let's pull this back. Let's talk about somebody who abuses children, sexually abuses children. We can all agree that that is a no-no. That is a big fat fucking no-no we can all agree on that so let's talk about lost profits okay it is objectively good music it was they were one of the biggest bands in that scene for a long long time and if you're too young to remember lost profits they were i just trust me they were big they were big 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 uh and it was it was good music, right? Once we found out that uh, the lead singer was probably one of he was deeply deeply involved in sexual child sex abuse. It, it like it's gross, it's gross. Once we found that out, we all kind of lost profits went away. The band broke up. They the the other members of the band uh, refused to talk about it. They 
threw away their their records, their golden records, their accolades. Uh, they don't want to have anything to do with that period of time in their lives. And, you know, that's that's them as the creators. But that music still exists online. It's still there. You can go find it and listen to it. Now, Raman and I had had this discussion a couple of times, uh, way, way before Hogwarts Legacy, before this whole thing really blew up. And our discussion was separating art from artists. And sorry to contradict you here, Passions, but that's where I came up with. Uh, or I didn't even come up with it. That's where that phrase first came up for me. Uh, was th this discussion that Robin and I had about Lost Profits. Can you separate the art from the artist? And I told her that most of the, most of the time that I can... Most of the time, I can appreciate art for what it what it makes me feel and not really think about who created it. But in the case of Lost Profits, I have a harder time doing that. I, I can't listen to that band and not think that, like, damn, this guy, like, he, he, <laughs> what was he doing when this song was recorded? You know, what, I, it, it's just... I can't not think about what he did while I'm listening to Lost Prophets. I still will. I still will. I don't go out of my way to listen to it anymore, but I still will listen to those songs because they're good. They're good music. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I just can't listen to it without thinking about what he did. That is. That is a that is an issue where we can all kind of generally agree. That's that's a more extreme issue where it's like, okay, it really does come down to a choice of whether or not you want to listen to this thing. Because the dude's in prison, he's going to be in prison for the next thirty fucking years. He's not financially benefiting from this. And, you know, it, your choice to consume this is really your choice. It really is your choice. You're not you're not supporting anything. You're not saying one thing or another. It's just whether or not you choose to consume it. So, okay. So that's that's our clear example. That's that's the one we can all agree on. Okay, that's where you really have a choice as to whether or not you're going to consume it and whether it fits your moral stance. Right. That that's that's our example there. Now let's let's bring it a little bit closer to what I'm calling the middle, okay? The moral gray area. So, the movie The Founder popped up a couple of times uh, this week, and I ended up watching it, right? I, my dad was watching it. One of my coworkers ended up talking about it. It was a bizarre coincidence, if you will. Now, I don't believe in coincidence, but there it is. It popped up twice within a couple of days. So, Robin and I watched it. I was not aware that Ray Kroc, the guy who made McDonald's a national chain, I was not aware that he, he fucking stole that company from the brothers who created it. He, he stole that company uh, by... He got so big that they couldn't fight him. So they, they took the money that he offered them and 
that was all they could do. You know, his company was so big, and it was a land management company. It was so big that they didn't have any other choice. And on top of that, this man, Ray Kroc, he divorced his wife and married, I mean, convinced some other dude's wife to divorce her husband. And they got married. And, like, I don't know, the whole thing made me feel icky. I don't. I don't really like that. I understand the business is cutthroat, but like watching that, watching that documentary or not documentary or watching that movie uh, representation of what was happening. I, I just, it made me, I, I don't like that. I don't like when business is done that way. I really don't. Uh, and there was a scene where he was talking about how, if his competitor were drowning, he would walk right up to them and stick a hose in their mouth. And he was asking the the brothers, like, could you do that? Would you, would you do the same? And if not, then you'll always lose. And like, I don't know, man. It just, it's icky. I did not enjoy that. But does that mean I'm not going to go to McDonald's? No, it doesn't mean that. I'm going to go to McDonald's. <laughs> and you can make the argument that, well, he's dead. He's not profiting from that. He's not benefiting from that at all. So, like, you not going to McDonald's is not helping that. But that's kind of that's kind of the the point, isn't it? Like, if it's if it's a moral question, then to me it's black or white, right? If if you really have that deep of an issue with the product then you're not going to consume it regardless of the amount of time. And that was an argument that I saw in in one of the outlets uh, when they were discussing Hogwarts Legacy. You know, they mentioned some of the examples that I've given and said, you know, well, it doesn't really count because these people are dead and they have no influence. And, you know, it really doesn't matter at this point because time <laughs> exists and therefore even if it's morally gray because this person that you don't agree with is dead, then it's fine. Now, let me explain that a little bit further. Here's an example outside of McDonald's, you know, the McDonald's guy, you could say it's cutthroat. You could say it's business, whatever. Here's an example. That's again on the extreme, but brings in into brings time into account. Like we were just discussing. Volkswagen was created by the Nazis, the car company. Yes, Volkswagen, the car company, was created by Nazis. It was supposed to be the people's wagon, right? The people's car. That's what it's. That's what it's literally called, right? The people's car, uh, created directly by the Nazis. But if you don't know that, do you have a problem with it? And even knowing that, do you have a problem with it? Like, that's that's kind of the issue. Like, are you just not going to buy Volkswagen Beetle because it was tied to the Nazis? Are you not going to buy VW Bus because it was tied to the Nazis? Do you really have that much of an issue with it? You know, the Nazis are irrelevant. Nazi Germany hasn't been a thing for the last 70 years. So, I mean... What are you going to do with that? Germany hasn't banned Volkswagen. They haven't told them to kick rocks. And that brings me to, to my second point here. 
is, is this really a line in the sand? Is this really a moral question? Or is it, is it something that we, we don't want to kind of admit? There are tons, tons of examples of technologies and products that we use every single day that were created by people who we don't agree with, who made decisions that we don't agree with, that we find morally objectionable, or straight up like like the situation with Nazi Germany uh, killed millions of people. Literally killed millions of people. Right? So what do you what do you do with that? Do you quote draw a line in the sand end quote and like take a moral stance on that because the creator did something that you don't agree with or does it does it give that creator a pass because what they did was so useful or so enticing that people can't put it down and i've had this discussion uh, online because kanye west is out here singing the praises of the nazis and of hitler and a lot of people will say well they never did anything to benefit society and it's like that's not even close to true that's not even close to true you know, do you know how many nazi scientists we imported into the united states during the war and what they did robert 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 oppenheimer <laughs> for example uh helped us one create the nuclear bomb which won the war but two helped us go into space right uh he was i don't know if he was necessarily a nazi sympathizer but he was in nazi germany and there were millions of other scientists uh i believe radar was created by nazi germany like there are tons and tons of technologies i know for a fact the fighter jet or jet planes in general were invented by the nazis so what do you i mean what are you going to do with those that information what are you going to do with it it's it's an interesting question but i don't think you can make these necessarily uh, you know hard lines um or if you're going to then you better stick to it all the way like if the gamer is going to make this moral stance that jk rowling is attached to this and playing hogwarts legacy's tantamount to being a transphobe then if you're, if they're going to take that stance then they also need to take the stance that regardless of whether or not we can prove that russia had money involved in atomic hearts then the fact that the developers at least won't denounce russia for invading ukraine that's enough to show that we don't support this developer but that's not really the issue that's that's not really the issue here the issue for the gamer is that it's a deeply personal decision that's what it that's what it comes down to they're not willing to admit it but the decision to ban talk of or review and walkthroughs of hogwarts legacy was a personal decision it wasn't a moral stance it was a personal decision it was saying we cannot separate art from artists in this instance and we refuse to do so we can in 
many other instances separate art from artist and consume the product as a standalone thing. We still have our critiques about the creator, but we will consume it regardless, you know, and that's really, that's really the issue. That's really the issue. It, it has nothing to do with uh, a moral discussion like the gamer is trying to phrase it. It really doesn't. Now, the gamer is trying to frame this issue as telling corporations that uh, transphobia is not a deal breaker for a lot of people. That's the way they're trying to phrase it. And I can see that argument being made, but it, it just... That, to me, is not the issue. The issue is whether or not this... Because the game... The game goes way way out of its way even to the point of not making any sense in the water universe it goes way out of its way to represent everybody um so you can't you can't say that including trans people this game actually very much caters to trans people so you can't say that this game by itself is telling corporations that it's okay to be transphobic or that you even remotely agree with jk rowling because she had nothing to do with the game it was not developed by her game studio <laughs> so that's that's not really the issue you're not telling corporations one thing or another you're not you're just not uh despite what they're trying to what the gamer is trying to say here if the gamer had its way if we all lived in the gamers in stacy's ideal world this game wouldn't exist and that that circles back to this idea of censorship if if we had control of whatever we wanted to censor what would we do with that what would then not be created and it comes to the discussion the philosophical discussion which we won't have today but uh it touches on freedom of speech and the freedom cre to create things. Uh, if everything is super politically correct, it creates kind of, in my opinion, it cr creates this creative vacuum where you can only work within the bounds of what is, quote, acceptable, right? On the other hand, you if you have total freedom, you're going to end up with a bunch of different games and art where you probably won't agree with it uh i mean there are a lot of examples um the one that i can't remember what show it was in but there could be a situation where you have a piece of art where that is made from human cadavers are you going to be okay with that it's thought-provoking maybe it's illegal maybe it's not <laughs> you know uh maybe these bodies were donated maybe they were illegally exhumed you know what do you, i mean those kinds of questions pop up constantly the the central question that we're that i'm t trying to talk about is should that be allowed or should it not be allowed and further than that even if you're not aware of the opinion of the creator I, like are you going to consume that product or not like, if it rises to a certain level of popularity or a certain level of reaching a special place in your heart, then, you know, 
it changes things. It just changes things. So, my ultimate point, to bring it all the way back, is that the gamer is hypocritical, and the decision, the decision to to not report on Hogwarts Legacy was a deeply personal one, and the decision to review Atomic Hearts was more of a rational decision. <laughs> uh, them trying to phrase it any other way is just ridiculous. It's ludicrous. It just doesn't hold water. So that's where I think those two issues really come together. It's it's less of a moral stance and more of a can you separate art from artist and where where do your political leanings lie and recognize at least that you have these biases and that's what it actually is that's what it actually is it's not you're not changing the world you're either trying to bring people to your opinion or you're trying to live and let live it's one or the other right these things don't exist in a vacuum corporations exist to try to make money if it's not appealing to the most people possible then it's not making the most money possible that's that's kind of the benefit of capitalism <laughs> so uh anyway that's what i wanted to talk about today appreciate you listening i hope you have a good rest of your day and i will catch you tomorrow hopefully i'll have played atomic hearts and we'll we'll see what that's about so anyway i'll catch you tomorrow peace